Um, welcome back to week three of the podcast. Mitch has called a big week this week, so... Massive week, a lot to talk about, a lot to down. Oh, round 10 recap, previews of round 11, all to be had here. Big week, so... Big week. If it's a big week, you can start us off. Big week, I'll start us off. Alright, we'll walk away alright. Two things each week. Me, my blues. I'm, I'm starting straight with the blues. It's big. Charlie Kid Kerr now. Mate, what do you call a baby goat? It's a kid. Charlie Kerr now, baby goat. He is unbelievable. Athleticism can turn it on. Don't know what needs to be said. Common is done. Four games out of the ten this year, bags of five or more. Yeah. Huge. Last year there was less than 40 bags of five or more in the season. This year, we're back. Key forward is back, and he is benefiting from this Blues engine room. It's actually functioning well. Kripa has a down game. Our forwards might still get sped. You'll be happy to know Excuse that me. my second point is actually about the Carlton engine room. I'm excited. So I'm just going to say that that's it. That's all I've got. Just Charlie, loving him. We'll move on. Point number two. I hummed and hard which side of the match I'd take. Whether I'd prize the team or I'd tear the team down. I'm not here to praise the team. Frio were terrible. Yep. As you said earlier, a <laughs> little bit of a joke. <laughs> they can't play in the wet. Watch the game. It was horrible. They had no structure going forward. They were chip sideways, chip sideways. When you'd expect the team that is meant to be a top four team, pull the trigger and go. Slow, nothing. Eventually, bomb along, went out number. Collingwood's defensive winger or fat side winger just got defensive and just controlled the game. Under a setup from them. Penelope really controlling them well down there. Yep, beautiful. Okay, mine for Geelong basically the same thing again. Way too patchy. They started off abysmal, to say the least. That is very generous. And then they, premiership quarter, they turned up, but you look at it, you go, you versus a better team, when it comes to serious, they're going to put you away in the first two quarters. You can't, you versus a decent team, they're going to put you away, they're not going to be within six, seven goals. You can't be doing that. You, you need to, they're lucky that they kept you in that game. Very lucky. Yeah. And, and, I was, and that's where a better team, without taking anything away from Port Adelaide, it's where a better team would strike. Yeah. And they go, okay, this is our chance. We've got to pile a couple on here and extend this lead. Exactly. And Port one, they will do so. Exactly right. And my other thing about the Carlton midfielders is I've watched a little bit of this game and Carlton obviously playing no Ruckman. How many times I saw Matt Kenny and Cripps in the Ruck? Yeah, around the Grand Bear of the I'll pay that, yep. Yeah. How many times did I see, and mostly see a was reading the Ruckman every single time? Most of the tap-outs were going down Carlton players' throats. They were just reading the opposition Ruckman so well. And that's not taking anything away. Hickey's meant to be a very, very good ruckman. Yeah. I say meant to be lightly because, as you're saying, if you're meant to be and you're rucking effectively against Tom DeConan, who is a project, that's not harsh. Jack Silvani, who's a power. Yeah. And midfielders. You should be putting it down your players' throats. Should, we be able to read? should not be able to be read. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, the worst Tom will No, no, before we move on, just, just want to slip something in. So, as you were saying about the fade-ins and fade-outs, give me an outsider's point of view on Carlton here. 
Yeah. <laughs> We've led by 41 against the Hawks and won by one. We led by 50-odd against Port and won by under a goal. We led by... Oh, what was it? 38 on the weekend at halftime. Won by 15 points. Do you take that as a positive? And they're still getting the job done and when they play four quarters they're going to be unbelievable? Or is it worrying signs? It's both for me. It's a positive in the light that there's room to build on and yet you're not going out there like the teams of Brisbane do and just blowing teams out of the water yet settling down after the second half once yep. you know oh, this game's pretty much done. Yep. But it's also scary that yeah, too resting. You're not. You still got to have that balance where you yeah, can't not, be getting ten goals instead of half of football. You yeah. still need to be able to give a little bit and not fully go to sleep. Mine. Yeah. For me, it's a, it's a little concerning we're not burying teams, but it's a very nice position to be in. Watching Carlton's not struggle, but have lapses in games, but still find a way to win. Yeah. Very different change from what I grew up with. Now, on to as you went to lead into the best time of the week, the tears. Everyone loves Mitch's tears, so we're back at it again this week. I haven't seen one comment about Mitch's tears yet. How many comments have we someone sent about Halen's on Australian so far? Mate, only people ripping India yeah. saying it's not good enough. You got to get people in there. But all right, That's tears. One comment Bring, brings attention to the podcast, mate. We only have sixteen teams in the tears. Obviously, we don't mention two. They're gone. Yep. This week we've had seven teams move position on the tears. A lot of movement. I'm feeling a lot better with it. He's been non-stop talking about this, so I'm expecting big It's big, it's big. Lo bottom tier, start from the bottom, work our way up every week. Bottom tier, almost done. Dons, Crows, Giants. Yep. Next one up. Big month ahead. Big month. Could be good, could be bad. It's a big month. The Power and the Pies. Yep. Pies have fallen two tiers this week because they fit into the big month category. They don't fit up of it. They're not as good as everyone has made it out of again. Yeah, so they've won and gone they've down They've won and gone down two tiers. Yeah, It's the same as when Essendon won. I came out and said the win wasn't that good. Yeah. Yes, you've gone over to West Coast, oh, over to Perth, and you've beaten Freo in the way. It's a good win. Carlton couldn't do it, but I don't think they're there. They'll get exposed on Sunday. Next year up, it's, it wasn't exciting last week. I've re-labeled it. The sixth one for the sixth year is called Very Exciting. And it was just the Suns. Now it's the Suns and the Hawks. I jumped off the Hawks a little early last week. They've risen two tiers. I'm back on. They are exciting. Moving up to elimination final at best. Won't win it though. Best they can do is make the final. So this is top nine and above teams. This is tier number five. Got the doggies they've moved up to. We've got Freo, who've moved down two. Yeah, gee, that is... And the Swans, who've moved down one. Yeah, so there's some big calls. So there's some big calls there. We'll start off with the Dogs. I've been notoriously off them. They're playing some good footy. I'll give yeah. credit to Jerry. But they're still not going to final. And after yesterday, I can safely say, Freo aren't going to win a final. Safely. Safely. Safely say that. It's down to your big calls later, but it's not even a big call. They're not going to win a final, and they're not going to finish top six. So, we are just talking about punishments for different things, different calls and stuff. Yep. Are you willing to say, I'll put a punishment on the line if Frio win a final? Well and truly. Yeah. You name your price, and you call it. I'll give you a week to have a think about what you want to put the punishment as, and I'll agree with. Yep. Well, you've been talking about 
this hot spice sauce for nuggets. Yep. The spiciest sauce in the world. Yep. Yep. We said maybe we don't do that segment. Yeah, no, that's yep. it. If you want to make this, you can safely say that you do not think teams such as Frio, Doggies, who was the other one? Frio, Doggies, Swans. By you saying that, you have to say that neither of them three teams are going to win a final. I can, I can safely say that I'll, I'm not willing to guarantee all three. No, because we're halfway no, through. If you want to put them in that tier, that's what I'm saying. At this stage in the season, they're not winning the final. I could be swayed on the Swans and the Dogs. They're both playing good footy. Swans coming up against a very good team on the weekend. I'm willing to lock in, lock in, lock in Frio. They will not win a final. So you look at right down that camera. Frio? No, no. You look right down that camera and you say, I will get the spiciest sauce I can find and eat it with a nugget. I'll, you, go, I'll you go you one better. Frio will not win a final. And when they don't win a final, I'll celebrate. And if they do, I'll have, I have five hot sauces starting at 600,000 Scoville all the way up to five million Scoville. I'll have a nugget with each of the five different sauces because it will not happen. Special video, Freya with. Let's mark it down right now. This happens, you get the sauce. Can't wait to revisit this in a month when they haven't won a game. Drop, the, drop a few in a row. Beautiful. Not a chance. Yeah. We'll get to it later in the things we're looking forward to because they're not going to win more games. Yeah. They're in a bad They're in a bad way. They're in trouble. Yeah. Moving on to the next tier. Finals win at best. So they, win, they might win a final, but they're not winning the flag. Yep. Richmond, upper tier. Cats, upper tier. Saints, that's the three. Yep. They're the three. They can win a final. So I'm saying they're a top six team in the league, but they're not going all the way. Now, it was nervous last week, and it was Brisbane and Freo. This week it's very nervous. Freo have dropped already. They're gone. I was nervous on them last week. So this isn't a one-week decision thing. There's time and thought that's gone into this, and that's why I'm very confident. But they're very nervous to hear is now Brisbane. I'm not, I was nervous on them last week. They had a shaky win. They had a terrible loss. Great game of footy. Terrible loss for them to lose to Hawthorne. We questioned it last week. We said they've got a great line of small forwards. But what's going to happen? Where are they going to come from? Yeah. Wasn't the issue. They scored 112 points. They've lost because they had no defense. You can't let Hawthorne kick 178 points. Number one contender. Called it early. Went with it. You were right. I went too early on it. I shouldn't have had... Brisbane so close, which is nervous. I should have had Brisbane at very nervous and a much bigger gap between second and third because Carlton are clearly the number one contender to the Dees. Dees, still number one, lock them in. Blues, I'm excited. Frio, smart down, locked in, guaranteed. Five sources, five nuggets. Not a worry in the world because I know they won't win a final. Beautiful. That's me, Tears. Okay, now for everyone's favorite segment. I just did the Tears. <sighs> The whole Australian. Ah! Yes. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's favourite segment, the Halo's rolling all Australian team. So, everyone knows this team. If you don't, go back, watch previous videos. That's exactly it. Get around I'll it. just give you some updates on some of the players and what's happening. So, the two wingmen both suffered a knock on the weekend. Yep. So, we'll just wait and see what happens there. Yep. Uh, Isaac Keane is still very, very worrying waters. Oh, that, that is very, very worrying waters. Yep, to the point that it's one more game. It's, 
you don't perform this week and there's uh, another small forward that performs. I'm, I'm shocked that Sean Lawton hasn't taken his spot this week, to be honest. No, I'm happy with that for now. But now to the changes. Any Brayshaw's out. Yep, fair. He's, yeah, he got 30-something possessions in the weekend. Nine claims, four free kicks against. He just did not look that good. He's not even the best midfielder on that team anymore. Move him on. Yep. Clayton Oliver goes onto the ground this week after a huge performance. Is that taking Andy Brayshaw's spot on the ground or was Andy Brayshaw on the bench? No, Andy Brayshaw was on the ground. Yep. So Oliver goes to the ground. Yep. Then Petrarca comes onto the bench. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no problems with that. Either. So what you're saying is, effectively, you've dropped Brayshaw, Oliver's coming into his spot on the ground, and Petrarca's taking his spot on the team. Yeah. Right. And then, just like a Medi-Sub, Callum Wilkie. He's been beautiful this year. He's been brilliant. Has he or have you just fallen to the media hype? No, you look at it. I looked at him when he burst Geelong. And yep. shut down Jeremy Kent. Yep, I don't want to hear you thinking... Yeah, you think he's second tier. Point is, he is one of the superstars of the league. Mate, at the end of the day, he's not. I'll give you any early insight into club superstar. Jeremy Cameron ain't in it. That is huge. But Callum Wilkie has been huge. And I think that's all about... Oh, before I move on, someone that might need a lift. Because, yeah, he has a couple more weeks playing this footy, but he really needs to lift. Your boy, Paddy Cripps, where is he? Mate, he's playing in a well-oiled machine. And Max Gorn has gone missing as well. He needs to start performing. He has gone missing badly. I've got a few questions for you about this team today, sir. Oh, actually, I have missed a few. Tom Lynch, one, Max, two more weeks left in the team. He sustained an injury. He will be missing a few weeks of footy. Came crashing back down to earth this week. Yep, didn't kick goal. Zero yep. four. Yep. He's now got... His time is limited in the team. Yep, fair. Let's move on from that, yep. So, one, we're going to lock Charlie Kerno into your team now just and say he's there for the season, that's just an half forward. No, I will not. I do not trust his body. I've told you this before. If he can stay healthy, yes, he'll be on my team any year. At the end of the day, passes the eye test. That's what it comes down to, passes the eye test. Yeah. So, looking at the team then, we had a comment. Where is George Hewitt? George Hewitt has missed a few games of footy. Who is he replacing in this tent? You tell me. Jaden Shaw. So, George Stewart is playing a back flanks role? Yep. Is he? He's yep. not playing most of his time on ball at the moment? No. No? No. So he's not leading the league in some crevices or anything? No, like? he's doing that without even playing there that often. That's pretty impressive. You're just great that, isn't it? So you're saying he's leading the league in Santa Clarence with a cracky team? Yeah. And you're saying he's missed weeks and he's still leading the clearances. Yes. Whew. He's a brilliant sentiment, but the fact is, he's not a back flank. He's not, he has not a better year than Cripps, Neil, Oliver, or Petrach. No, that's fair. That's probably fair. So, other questions I have. What's Jamie Weedering got to do to get onto the ground? It's basically just Sam Taylor has to play a really, really bad game. Or unless Wietering is playing beautiful. Look, it, at this point, it isn't, oh, Wietering's on the bench. It's, it's Sam Taylor and Wietering. It's just they're both in the team. Oh, one, 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 one's on the bench, one's in our back. You can't have both in our back. Exactly. One, one just stopped Buddy. No, that's all right. 
Jared Witz, what's he going to do to overtake Maxi Gorn? Maxi, you said Maxi Gorn's got a lift. Yeah, it's this week, basically. This week, alright, I like it. Max Gorn has still done enough to be the best ruckman in the league this year. Alright, and just give us a little bit of insight who else is on the, on the edge, who's not on the team. Anyone else pressing when you matters, or you're happy to keep it as this is my team? What happens outside of the team is no one else's business, and you'll just keep it hush hush. Hugh McCluggage is obviously injured, so you probably won't be there too much longer. Yeah, well, it is a rolling, it's not a yeah. prediction, yep. Tom yeah. Lynch will be going soon. Oh, don't sound so excited. Don't sound so excited. Um, everyone else is, looks pretty good in that team. Like, no, happy. Maybe he's. No, nah, he's been... Yeah, it was a bad game. But not, is there anyone outside of the team that's not there that jumps out to you that could come in? Anyone on your watching radar who's maybe played a couple of good games in a row? Tyson Stengel. Oh, so there's definitely no changes coming then. <laughs> that's fair, he's played a couple of good games in a row. Yeah, let's have a look at the... Yeah, answer the questions. Let's have a look at the leading goal kickers for the year. I'll just quickly bring this up. So, we want to look at the... I can uh, tell you without even looking that he's 16th with 20 goals. Would be my prediction. Well, he's 14th with 20, and we did have a look at this just before. Well, is, he, is he equal with 15th, 16th? Or are you just trying to group him up a bit higher? No, he's equal with uh, 14th, group 14. Yeah, but is he currently sitting 16th? No, he, on this list, they have him all together. Oh, I understand. So. Yeah, so. Again, you're not going to like this, but. Jeremy Cameron. Or Max King. In a couple of weeks, they come in for Tom Lynch. Once he goes, there's that's fine. No one else that comes in for them. I've got, I've got no issue with Jeremy Cameron being in a team. My issue is you trying to tell me he's going to Coleman or that he's better than Charlie or Tom because he ain't. And then yeah, so you look at the small forwards that are currently in. Charlie Cameron's kicked twenty six. He's pretty safe in the team at the moment. Zach Bailey's kicked twenty one. Shy Bolton has kicked twenty. So, and Heaney, where's Heaney? Heaney's kicked 19. Stengel's the same amount as Shire Bolton. He's had more than Heaney, and he's only one off Zach Bailey, and he's still, Tyson Stengel is still getting enough possessions this year. He's still getting 14.3 possessions a game. So he is close to being in that team for mine. Well, the same argument then, so is Harry McCoy close? He keeps many goals as Tyson Stengel has. Yeah. Hasn't played in a couple of weeks, but he's keeping many goals then. That's like saying Jeremy Cameron. He plays the same role as Jeremy Cameron. He plays the same role as Tom Hawkins. He plays the same role as Tom Lynch. It goes off position. No, that's fair. Like, it's more impressive for a forward to kick 20, a small forward to kick 20 than a tall forward to kick 20. That's fair. Can I put one on the radar then? And then we'll move on. Yeah. Because it's a very good team. Very happy with it. The changes on promote, like saying it between a bench and a starting role, not between any other team. Can I just put Bailey Fritch on the radar? Yeah. Just on, on your radar. He's top 10 in the league goal kicking. Are we counting him as a small forward? I'm counting him as a general forward. General forward, yep. Put him on my radar. That is noted. Very much so, actually. Fits, it probably fits in with your Isaac Heaney kind of role. Yeah, I'll just general forward. Yeah. He's not a small forward. He's not a big forward. He's just the general. Yeah. So he probably... If he plays another good game, Isaac, and he plays a bad game, he probably never comes in next week for one. Fair. Good segment. Yep. Anything else? Nothing from me. Happy to be gone. Yep, so what have we got next, Mitchie? What have we got next? Top five. Top five. So we've actually told each other our 
uh, our topics this week. We just haven't told them each of the things. So, do you want to go first or may I go first? No, I'll go. Okay. Sorry about it. Alright. I've also made a sneak, sneak six blokes in because I couldn't come down to five. Yeah. Alright. Top five blokes, I wouldn't want to pay the next contract. Doesn't mean they're not worth it. Well, actually, pretty much does, actually. It doesn't mean they're not worth money. It doesn't mean they're not in their prime, coming into their prime, or post-prime. It simply means, me, if I was managing the club, I wouldn't pay them. Number five, equal. Couldn't split them. So, no guessing this week, you're just going to read them off? I'm happy with... No, actually, do that. I'm happy to read off number five. Yeah. And then from there... Let me just fix that up. Yes, that's okay. That's alright, I can cut, I can cut it in Alright. So I'll give you equal five and six, which is just yeah. fifth. And then after that I want you to have a crack at it. Yeah. Oh, put a little bit of turn into the look. Alright. Couldn't split them. For different reasons. But also at the same time, they're both on the list for the same reason. Yeah. Jeremy Cameron, Lance Franklin. Huge contracts. Wouldn't want to pay their next contract. One coming out of contract, the other one not so. But at the same time, both, well, Jeremy Cameron's the younger of the two, he's 29. Both going to want big, big money. Franklin's proven big, big money once that he can do it and he's going to buy out the career. No one thought he was going to make these years. And he's going to get another contract. It looks like it'll be a one year deal. But I don't see how, if I was in judge of a club, I could pay them the money that they're going to want and deserve and justify my team building to a flag. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll be happy right now if they're on my team and I'm paying their current contract. Not an issue at all. I just know that Franklin, he might, if he takes a one-year deal, that's fantastic for the Swans. But I can see him trying to argue for more. If I'm him, I'm, if I'm him as a player, if I'm his manager, I'm arguing for more than that. And Jeremy Cameron, the way he's playing, he's going to argue for more. So you reckon they're both going to want upward of a million? Oh, they're both going to want at least 800 grand, and I'm not going to be able to pay that. And they're both going to want at least one, if not more, years. Yeah. If Franklin was to walk in and... Say I'm in charge of Franklin's agent, and I was to walk into the Swans and I'll say, sorry, sorry, say I'm in charge of the Swans, and his agent was to walk in and say, "We want two years at 400 grand, 500 grand a year." I couldn't throw the paper at him quick enough. Done deal. But I don't think he's going to accept that. Yeah. And same with Jeremy Cameron. If he was to come in and say at the end of his contract, which I think is the end of next year, could be the one after, was to come in and say, "I want three, four years at 500 grand." Absolutely no doubt. But I believe it would be three or four years at 800, and I can't pay that. Alright, who will be top four? Have a crack. Just throw some names at me. Give me, just give me two. So, I was talking about this bloke, Dustin Martin. Is he on your list at all? No, he's not. He's not on your list. Not campaign, whatever you wanted. That's, That's a different reason yeah. I'll get to. Well, this isn't actually one that I could guess. It's right. your personal It's pretty list. easy. It's not personal at all. I'll explain why Dustin Martin is on the list before I continue. Yep. Because he can justify walking in. Franklin almost can do this. But he's been there for long enough that he can't. Yeah. He's not new to the club. Dusty could walk into any club and say, I want a million bucks. And any club in the league should pay it. Because what he'll do to their marketing campaign, bums on seats, worth every cent. Going to make it back. You look at the weekend, just gone. What did the Giants have? 6,000 people at their game? Dusty brings more than 6,000 people game. Alone. Alone. 
Yeah, but you're looking at an AFL state versus a rugby state. I'm just saying, they need a draw card. You pair him with Toby Green, that's a draw card. People go watch that. Get you excited about footy again. No one gets excited to go watch North Melbourne play. No draw card. Yeah, number four. Not afraid to go after me, no. Would not be paying Carrie McGuire's next contract. He's won a Coleman medal. And when you win a Coleman medal and you kick as many goals as he has and done it for a period where we weren't very good and still been able to produce, he's going to want the money. And rightfully so. But I can't justify paying it because I believe he's just too one-dimensional a footballer. Yep. Simple as that. Next one. I believe he leads the league in disposals. Or at least average disposals per game. Yep. And does absolutely nothing to hurt you with it. Darcy Parrish. Yep. Yeah, he's going to want a big one. He's going to want a massive contract. And I wouldn't pay him at all. No. I wouldn't pay him 500. And he's going to want at least 800. Yep. He'll get it. He'll go somewhere. If it's if not give it to him, which I think they will, he'll go somewhere and get it. Yep. Number two. Now, this is the this is, happens in every sport. It's where your team's really, really good. And you're getting really, really good service. So you yeah. look a lot better than you are. You get paid a lot more money than what you're on currently to go to another team. And you get nothing when you're at that team and you turn into absolute poo because you can't generate your own ball. Yeah. And that is mixed A. He is a great third fiddle. Yeah. But without being rude, there's a lot of people in the league who could be a great third fiddle behind Joe Danaher. Charlie Cameron. I was going to go with um, Eric Kipwood, but yeah, Charlie Cameron too. So you've already established he's not getting a top three defender each week. Yeah. You go, if he takes the money, so he gets 800 grand offers from Victorian clubs, which he will get six to $800,000 offers. I don't think he'll offer him more than that. But if he gets an offer like that from, say, a North Melbourne, yeah. and all of a sudden you're getting Sam Taylor, and then follow up the next week. Oh, look out, you got a reprieve this week. You're going to go play down against Geelong. Sam Coney. Yeah, up and coming start. You go play against Callum Wilkie. You go play against Jacob Wiedering. It becomes very hard when you're the guy. Yeah. Don't think you can do it. Number one, most overrated player in the league. Wouldn't pay him 600 grand to be at my club. Yeah, who's that? Jordan McGowie. Yeah, very fair. Just trots around, has very little impact, consistently goes out there and you'll see him have 18 touches, maybe one goal or two, and the Collingwood fans will be up and about about how he's a star and he'll have 30 and 3, and you th- but he never does. Yeah, very fair. He hasn't had over two seasons averaging over 20 touches a game, and he hasn't had over two seasons where he's kicked over 30 goals a game. But isn't that just the Collingwood fan base? Everyone's going to be a star and none of them turn out to be stars? <laughs> Well, so at last this time last year, Darcy Moore was the best player in the league. He was the best defender. Now he's not even top ten. Yeah, because everyone got a hot, well, hot about the inset positions. Then, yeah. you know, Fox Footy did that little two minute clip of um, showing that he doesn't actually play on anyone. It's pretty easy to inset when you're alone. Yeah. But that's me top five. Yep. Over to you. Top five, boss. What do you got? Okay, my top five is the top five off season pickups. Huge. Huge. Lay it on me. I was just going to let you guess and you tell me... Oh! You tell me 
We'll go from number one first. Who number do you, one. Who do you think's the best pickup of this off season? It's pretty hard to get past Hewitt. Hewitt's at one. How many number two? Bang. Number two. Oh, see, I'm going to struggle with your name all five. I reckon. I don't reckon you're going to have Pat Lapinski in the list, but I'd have him in the list because I reckon he's been a great pickup for Collingwood. Yeah, but I think there it's actually six because. Number five is a two-player from oh, one team. No, nah, I rate how you couldn't split it either like me. It's good. Yep. Making a new six-person list on the top five. Love it. All right. Now, nah, after Hewitt and Lipinski, you, you're going to have to do it for me. I don't think you're going to have Chera in the list, but he's been a good pickup for us. Yeah, but there's been... Oh, sorry. Apologies. Number two on the list has to be Will Brody. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Apologies to Will. Ben, bloody enorm- enormous. You couldn't name anyone else. You've hyped on about two of these blokes at, at the number five spot. Yeah, you just put them in a spot. Two of these blokes. And they come from, have they gone to the same team or from the same team? Or They're going from to the same two. team as a oh, duo. Sorry. Yes, no, you're correct. It's Big Levi and Marvie. Yeah, yeah they're at yeah. five. A combination of five. That's a huge combination of five. I mean, that's fair. Number two and number one have been enormous for their clubs. Yep. Chera doesn't make the list, although he's been very serviceable. Yep. Hasn't been the star. Number three... Call me biased all you want, but Tyson Stengel. No, for, for what you gave up for him, for what he's produced. Yeah. And on Tyson Stengel, if we three one back, I know I jumped off the bandwagon very quickly, but he did start the year in his Supercoach team, so yeah. I could see the potential there. Yeah. Might have been a little wrong on that one. That'd so, be the only time I ever admit yeah. it. I've put Casbolt and Chole at five. Yep. They both kicked the same amount of goals at Stengel. Yep. Stengel's a small forward, and he's got two of the top five goal kickers in the league in his team. Yeah, and I'd also say where he's came from. Yeah, so huge. And this bloke's also been playing some really good football with Jordan Dawson. Oh, huge. That's actually surprising I didn't pick him up because uh, he came close to making a feature later in the episode. Yep. Perfect. So yeah, all happy with that top five? No one else you can think of? No, I'm actually very happy with that. Perfect. Very. Should do. Just off the cuff. Next week I reckon we might give it worst. Recruits. Top five, no recruits. Yeah. That's a great topic. I love that. Done very well. Yep. Any arguments, complaints, chuck them in the comments. Okay. It's time. Supercoach? No. We're not moving on to Supercoach. We're going club superstar. We're going... You don't want to add that to the talking points. No, this is huge. This is okay. big. It's now. Yep. That, it's that's, that's fair. That's very fair. It's club superstar. I've actually written down here who I would like to see... That's alright, I'm open to suggestions. Yeah. It won't be a weekly thing, it'll be when I feel it's needed. So if someone's done enough, and again, club super scum. Elite club to be in. Pretty hard to crack the door. You're going to have to really knock it down, or really not give me much to leave. I've decided it's 10 cap. A 10 cap? 10 cap. Perfect. Kind of more than 10 superstars, otherwise they're the stars. Yep. Go. In no particular order. Because there's not a number one, there's not a number ten. Take a bit slower, and yep. I would like to compare it to the list I have that I've some that's of the players I want to see. That's fine. But it's not in an order, I just want you to know yep. this. Alright. Kid, also known as Charlie Kernow. Yep, I knew he'd answer that. So. Club superstar, most exciting forward in the league right now. I'll just say something. Yeah, he's had a great start, but his nine games of a great start of the season, he's, yeah, he's only. Ki- 100 goals. Is he enough to say superstar yet? Yes, because if we look back to when he was healthy, 
Yeah, nearly three years ago. Seven goals against the Dogs. Yeah, you're playing great. Destroyed. But are you... Is he superstar? Yeah, he's definitely star. Is he superstar? I don't think I could name ten players in the league that are superstar qualified above him. I understand what you're saying. Doesn't have the finals. Doesn't have the longevity. The eye test tells me. Superstar. Yeah. Lucky Neil. Yep. Has the accolades for it. Patrick Cripps. Yep. Wouldn't have been in there at the start of the year. He's returned. In a big way. Have the three, yep. Keep continuing. Number four. In no particular order. Took Miller. Yeah, see, I didn't think you were going to label Superstar. I, I'm not a fan. I don't think he's exciting to watch. But, yeah. I, but I can recognise talent. Yep. Much like a Kawhi Leonard from the NBA. Boring as all hell. But effective. Yep. Number five, Dusty. Superstar. Yep. Number six, Tom Hawkins. Massive. I was going to be the very Hawk. disappointed. No, he, he's in there. He's, he's a superstar. Yep. If I look at my list, I'll give you the whole list. There is two forwards in the list, and that's him and Gurnow. Yep. They are the superstars. So, no buddy. No buddy. Yep. No longer a superstar. There is notable omissions. I'll get to that. Number seven, Maxi Gorn. Yep. Superstar. Clayton Oliver. Yep. And Truck. Yep. Thank you. I just wanted to make yep. sure. No, no, no. The, the, the demons all got grouped together because they all came to the brain at the same time. Yep. And then number 10, he is still a superstar. I'm not going to take away the fact he hasn't played. Nat Five. Superstar. Yeah. That, that's my list. My in line, this is my in line too, potentially could become into the tier. Sam Walsh. Andy Brayshaw. Jacob Wiedering. Tommy Stewart. That's my list. That's my superstars. Just a few things. I know you don't like him, but is Bond not a superstar of the game? On the weekend, he had 24 and 3. Previous to that, he's averaging 18 touches. You're saying after this week that one week of Patrick is having 18, that, oh, he's going to have to perform or is he not going to be in the All-Australian team? No. But not a superstar. What's he done to make him a superstar? His, his previous form, he... How many votes did he have last year? 30 something was very, very unlikely not to win the Brownlow. He's consistently performed for the last few years. The Brownlow winner from last year didn't make it. No, but you're willing to sit here... Yep. And I'm willing to sit here and say that Neil, Cripps, Miller, Dusty, Oliver and Track and Fife are more of a superstar midfielder than him. Yep. And we want to go off previous form and their career accolades and stuff like your Fife and Dusty. Yep. Dan- Danger doesn't get a mention at all. He's dropped off too much this year. Fife hasn't played this year. Dusty but, but, has see, not that thing. done that much. But he hasn't played because he's been injured so he hasn't hurt his stock. Dusty is... Sorry, Dusty. Danger is hurting his stock being out there. He's showing me each week that he is aging. Fife could come out and be woeful. And he will be instantly considered Izzy on the fringe of the tier. Should he not be there? But Danger's out there giving me what looks like old man vibes. Yeah. But if you're going to go off previous form, he has the most All-Australians out of all three of them. This isn't previous form. This is club superstar. 
And again, I know you hate him, but Jeremy Cameron, he's not even in your close tier. No, he's not. He's not even close to being in the season. He's not. He's not back. In, he's not batting down the door. I can't tell me. You can't tell me that you prefer him over Tommy Stewart in the team, in the superstar category. I would nearly go as far as saying that. I love Tommy Stewart, but no, Tommy Stewart and Jacob Weir are two backmen that nearly made it. No backman made it. Sammy Walsh, superstar, potential, but not there yet. There's people on each end of the spectrum. Dusty's very lucky to be in there. Yeah. If you want to look at it and say, young kid wise, who's likely to go out, who's the last person to probably come in out of this list, is most likely Charlie Kerner. The two that have been in there the longest who are probably next to drop are Dusty and Fife, depending on what they give me. Yeah. I've thought about coming with 12 spots, but I really think Club Superstar if it is 12, who is the other two? Walsh and Brayshaw. That's why I decided against it, because I don't think Walsh and Brayshaw are that level. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could make changes in a couple of weeks' time, but Jeremy Cameron hasn't given me anything this year that has said, wow. He kicked a barrel that makes you said, wow. I'm just trying to think of his stats from the season, because he has had a few big bags this year. He has a lot of disposals. Plays a lot higher. I want to see him play deeper. Yeah. That's a coaching thing, it's not his thing. I've only played him. I saw him go in the one centre bounce and just tap straight down his throat one playing one in midfield, to be honest. Again? It's your coach, mate. Doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> not, nah, yeah. No, that, that's top ten. So, who are your biggest... Okay, who are your biggest gripes? Who, who do you think... Who are your next couple in? Who are your couple you take out? So... Bont... I'm very surprised. Bont and Jezza are the two that I think are closest on that list. Oh, Malcolm, yeah. We'll, come back, we'll, we'll circle back to it. Bont especially. Bont and Jezza. You okay. Who do you reckon the biggest locks in that tier are? Who, who were the safest ones in there? Yeah. Give me a three. Absolutely safest. Give me a three, because I could see a three there that I think... Neil, Hawk and Gorn. You don't think track is... Actually, track would have to be a fourth. He's superstar. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he's screamed superstar. Yeah, and you can scream superstar without being in our rolling all Australian. Yeah, because this is, as you're saying, it's a collection of work, but also a snapshot of now. Yeah, like um, this isn't the ten most achieved players in the league who are the worthy. Oh, West Danger, yeah, he gets a mention. Franklin will get a mention, but at this point in time, are they still superstars? They might come out this weekend and prove me wrong. Get out there, kick a bag, have thirty. But that's me, superstars. Yep, okay. Before it's getting too long, let's move quickly on a super coach. It's going to be a quick one this week. Take as long as you need. Um, I had another really, really bad week. Top 18%, drop a thousand ranks into the top 2% this week. Shocking. So I'm up another nearly 2,000 people making a charge, top 33%. Huge. Yep, so... What do you go for us, boss? This week, Nick Martin is out for me. Not holding? Not holding. Cool. He, he has a 116 break even. I don't, cool. need, I don't need a hold. I'm comfortable enough saying, yep, he's, he can go. Come Against Port, don't think you'll get that? You don't think you'll get 116? No, I don't think you'll get 116. I don't think you'll come close against Port. So he's going to... Yeah, nah. That's right. 
I just yep he's he had to go in the next six yeah, or seven right. he had to go in the next five weeks anyway. he's not in your final team yeah yeah. so I get rid of him now yeah. and get my money because it was it was going to be Conan this week but Conan's going to make a few extra bucks for me yeah, like he's playing well Nick Martin isn't and I'm just going to move McCartan down forward line and bring Cleary in pretty easy trades Sam Hayes I'm going to jump off him before he's by get some money there bank a lot of money to just go bang 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 in the next couple of weeks and hopefully have a whole premium team in the buyers and then so potentially who are your bang bang gangs just quick quick little snapshot give me two or three that you think you're ever bringing in Sinclair yep we'll come down back he's Everyone's jumping him this week. He's going to go up 15,000. But he has the buy the following week. And Tacconi has a second buy. He's also going to go up projected 15,000 this week. And he gets another week to gain cash. Yep. And then I can trade him out for his buy and bring in the Sinclair. Yep. Um, Bonte Pally should get forward status. He instantly comes into my team. Yeah, you are waiting on that, aren't you? I'm really keen. So that's next week he should get forward status. Yeah, right full of buys, isn't it? Yep. So, I don't know when their buyers think it's... So, are we bringing that in to say that he's going to be a forward status because you're no longer saying he's a prime midfielder? Just because he has forward status while we They not... have the second buy, by the way. Yeah, they have the second buy. So, he'll come in round 14. Yep. But, yeah, he's... I look at it and you have... Oh, if he, if he goes forward, you have to bring him in. Yeah, he's at that calibre, you have to bring him in. And then, honestly, you're... Not happy with it at the moment, Brayshaw. He's going to go down a lot of money and could look to come in. He's going to be at probably around 5.30 and a player that can do what he has shown he can do is still going to be worth bringing into my team. Like, he had four free kicks against that I know. Correct, a lot. That's a yeah, lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I know he can stop doing that and he can find a place in my team. I'm yeah, happy with that. Yeah, you're right, he's playing Melbourne this week, so they probably will drop. Yep, happy with that. Nice. Yep, and that's all I have to say for the super coach for me. Beautiful. Where would you like to head next, boss? If you want to do Warpool. Let's do Warpool. Okay, so we're not going to film this one on recording. Nah. Nah, too much effort. Okay, we're just going to. Not too much effort, just technical difficulty. You don't have the phone to be able to record the screen. Yep, fair. Okay. So, you can choose our first player. You know the game. Played it last week. Get involved. You first player. Yep. It's a man of the moment. Charlie Kernow. Charlie Kernow, let's go. It's a man of the moment. Victorian. Bang. He is a forward. Yeah, has slubbers. From, from a team that has a has blue or white. Blue or white. He's Which not- that narrows down to yeah. nearly everyone. Yep. Yep. He's... Under 192 centimetres, so he's a small forward. No, so he's a, not highlighted, so let's use our brains. Under 189 centimetres. Yeah, his debut, he's a bit of an older. Yeah, he's, he's at least 28. At least 28, and he's at most jumping under 27. What do we got? So a small forward, general, small general forward from a Victorian team that has blue in him. Yeah. So you don't know. No, that's fair. I'm, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit weary. If you want me to think of someone who, if they're over that age, and they're a general or a small forward, and they don't jump out at us, yeah. are they a fringe player? 
Sorry, let's just name a general forward from the other team. Oh, a general forward. Bailey Fritch is a general forward, but he's not 28. Yeah. Same as how I could say, you know, oh, give me Gary Rowan. That is not a bad shout at all. Ooh. He's 30 years old, though. We have found out that he's 30 years old and he wears a jumper number 20, 20, 20 22. Yep, 2021 22. He's definitely a small forward because he's not a medium forward. Yep, and he's debuted from. He's the contact info for King Squires. Heathy Squires getting a shout, get around it. Debuted in the year 2011 to 2013. Yeah, that's it. So he's between. And he's a blue and white team, so. Blue or white team. I mean, he's debuted after that. So he's debuted after 2010. So, like 11, 12, yeah. 13. Let's go through. But he's 30 years of age, so. Oh, I reckon I've got it. Oh, no, he's probably too big to be that, isn't he? Never mind. Who are you thinking? I was going to say Brody Majek. But he's not going to be that old. He's not. I think he... But he's not, he's not a key forward at a mini point. He's not a small forward. Yeah, okay. So let's look we at... We need a small forward. Let's go through the teams that have colours blue or white. So you've got Collingwood. Have, yep. It, they don't have any medium forwards near that height. It's not a medium forward. The small forward near that height. We don't have a height. Oh, like, jump number, sorry. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it's... A, what is it? We're at 21. 21, 20, 21, 22. Well, uh, who's 20? Let's think of this. Who's 21, 22, 23, Collingwood? Yep, good answers. Um, so, we're Geelong. It's not Carlton. It's not Geelong, it's not Carlton. North Melbourne. Tony Dodson's 22, isn't he? Yeah. So that, that rules that out. Yeah. If they have someone who's at that age. Yep. Who's a small board on no chance of picking it. Doggies? Doggies, who they have? Small forwards. Mm. It could be a um, mid forward as well. True, true. Mm. Do they, who are they, who kicks their goals to doggies? No, that's why they're no good. Um, who else is there? Also, my, my original thoughts went to Joshy Bruce, but he's, I'd be calling him a key forward. Yeah, let's go, who's... Demons? Yeah. Demons blue. Who's a small forward for Demons? Because I pick it. Not 30. Yeah, he's not 30. 30's not a fun age to have to guess. No, that's not at all. Because by 30 they're either a superstar and in their prime, mm. or they are fading and trying to hold on. Let's just try to get a team, I reckon. Go on then. So what team do you want to go? Well, let's, li- let's list it. Yeah. Could, can be Collingwood. Can't be Essendon. So, so we've got Collingwood, North, Melbourne, Doggies. Is that it? Looks like it. I'd like to play the game with the Melbourne. Melbourne, so we'll just... So I'd like the answer to be Melbourne. So let's get in just because you pick it. Yes, which hopefully gives us a bit more information around size. No, so he's... Gave us nothing. They're saying he's medium forward, so... Because size is not a small board. Where are we? Alright, well, it's not Melbourne. Do we just continue the game and try and work out... Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, give me Tony Goldstein. 
Because I want to eliminate the number 22. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Beautiful. So it's not north, he's 20 or 21. Beautiful. Doggy's 2021. Pies 2021. Who else we got? Travel Victorian Club, I can think that's all they have. Let's just what. chuck in Whiteman to get a team. Oh, yeah. It's Doggies. So it's Doggies and it's higher number nine. So it's actually a real good pick from you chucking him in there. So you've got Doggies number 20 or 21. Can we get stumped in the episode number two of it? 2021. We do have some Doggies for us in the audience. So. It's not like too much for fools themselves, so 20 or 21. I could come back to the same bloke, but I don't think he plays anymore. I don't know his name. Lloyd? I swear he doesn't play anymore. That's what my brain tells me. I don't even think he plays anymore. Nah. 20 or 21 from the doggies. What numbers live away? 21? Maybe it's medium. Fuck yeah. Well, <laughs> what do we class liver as? So close out of that. And mid forward. Mid forward. So that's where yeah. it's thumbed us. He's 30. He's 30. Oh, he's he got old. Quick. He real old real quick. How long? He, Dad wasn't playing too long ago and he was running around the field. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was um, painful. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. But we still got there. Yep. Okay. Hey, two guesses last week, six foot, averaging four guesses. We'll take it. Yep, so what are we up to now? We're up to... We're up to whatever you got, buddy. Whatever you want to bring to the table, whatever I want to bring to the table. Want to have a quick look at the odds? Do it. Okay, we got Melbourne to break consecutive wins record of $24, $8. Well, they'll break the record before they play Carlton, so it makes sense. So... That's where some money could be made. If you go Melbourne to break record and then hedge bets on the other teams that have got a verse. Yeah. You yeah. No, hedging's in Australia, I like it. Um, if I was having a punt, if I could actually find the exact market we're looking at, what are we in? Season multi. Season multi, that's why I couldn't find it. That would make sense. See, I'm not a gambling man. Has a chuckle to himself. <laughs> Alright, so you look at the odds here. They're saying Freo are their best chance of getting beaten. Yeah. If it's not Freo, effectively you've got Sydney, Collingwood, Brisbane, Geelong. Doggies in round 19. Carlton in round 22. Brisbane again. At what point do you reckon it's wise? Because the longer you wait, the less profit you're going to make from it. Do you reckon it's wise to chuck 10 bucks on Brisbane in round 23, 10 bucks on Carlton in round 22, and 10 bucks on Collingwood in round 21? Because with each week that goes by, those odds come in and, and go down and down, and your, your cash out value goes up and up. And do you just put. I don't think it's a cash out market. Is it not a cash out market? Every no. market's a cash out market. No, it's not a cash out. They're offering me cash out in everything. Yeah, that's annoying. No, AFL same game multi cash out. Read more. Where are you saying that? It's at the top. Scroll all the way up. Okay, that's. Yep, okay. Brownlow, 
Neil Cripps, four bucks, track at 550. Oliver. Big news there that Paddy Cripps is no longer the sole favourite. Yep. Rising Star, Newcomb's in the favourite. Big changes there. Paddy Cripps slides out, Newcomb comes in the Rising Star. Bit of change, I like it. Yeah, Joel Salwood's out of there, apparently. <laughs> David Mundy, I thought, out in the bag. <laughs> Gay Coleman, Charlie Kernas at three bucks. But uh, other big news is that Jackie Givin again. Sorry, Givin. He's uh, into the uh, sixth favourite with that. Sorry, fifth favourite. He's into the top five. Yeah, James. Coleman? Coleman, Kernow, three, and Tom and Jeremy at five, and King at six. Yeah, and I, I'm willing to say only two people can win it now. I still believe Jeremy can win it, but sure. I can win it. <laughs> and we can go to Mars. It's not going to happen. I'm personally not going to go anytime soon. And he's not going to win it anytime soon. Premiership, $2.40. The bees are. That's some of the shortest odds I've seen in ages. Mind you, look at the blue boys up into third favourite, mate. Still paying 11 bucks though. Hey, just you wait. Teams will always falter. Yep. Okay. Carlton paying $2.20 for a top four finish. And coach special, next GWS coach, heard at 375. Marks him at 4. Nah. Uze at 10, just because I love Uze. Put some money on the dog. Well, Ross Line at 13 brings some value. I, I, reckon you, I reckon you might be under it there with Adam Uze. Won't be Mark Uze. You'll be a great interim coach, but historically interim coaches don't go on to win to take the job. And he's going to look really good last week and this week. It was a perfect, like, all in all, Leon Cameron, fantastic way to exit. Exits before they play West Coast and North in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. If that's not a you know a nice, easy welcome to coaching for Mark McVay, then, then nothing is. Yeah. No, I'm happy. And how's you got in the odds there, Ross? No, let's move on to just whatever else you've got random, for me. Okay. I've got a few things, you've got a few things. I'll let you lead off. I've you... done it every week with just a random thing. And this Yep. This week I've just gone top bloke from each team. Well outside of footy. Massive. Outside of footy, I reckon just a top bloke, just great morals, just a good bloke in general. I'm just gonna You're gonna struggle with some of these teams. And I'm gonna have an say on whether I yeah. approve. Alright? Yep, yeah, you can just tell me anyone for bat if you think you can think of anyone. Anyone better or anyone I agree with. You can just tell me straight off the bat for each team you if you use anyone before I say it. Alright. Okay, Adelaide. I'll let you go. Rory Sloan. Yep. Brisbane. You just go and I'll jump in if I feel. Jared Lyons. Yep. Carlton, Sam Doherty. Yep. Collingwood, Jack Crisp. Oh, you were close. It's Jack Kinnaman. Get around us. Get on here. Essen, Dyson Heppel. Nah, terrible call. Did you not see? Seems like an absolute flog. Oh, see the offside scene. Tip is announcing his retirement, he's getting emotional. Yeah, what a way to make it about himself. Comes up and supports him. Mate, it's Tipper's moment. Let, just let him be. Didn't need to stay up there. I understand what you're saying. Didn't need to be up there. It's Tipper's moment. Let Tipper have his moment. Happy for me. Fremantle? I'll, I'll try to go a big name from each team. Because we can't just go say, oh, good bloke. Yeah, but he's a no one. So, that five just seems like a good yeah. bloke. So does Griffin Logue. Yeah. Seems yeah. like a real good bloke. Yeah. Geelong? 
You haven't grabbed it. It's gonna be rough. I'm trying to find someone other than oh no, that's actually yeah. other than the big hawk. Tom Walker is the lovely bloke. The big friendly cat. He's yeah, yeah. He's Tom Walker. Yeah. And anyone that's like, oh, but Sway plays in the ground. Yeah, you don't know anything about footy. You're a casual. <laughs> Bang. Okay, Gold Coast. He was in love years ago, and for the right reasons, Matt Rear. Seems like a fucking a great bloke. Yeah, different cat. Different cat. We love a different, different cat. cat. We love. We do different. love a different cat. That's what we love. And he'd sit down. No, Anderson said instead of having a beer at night, he'd sit down and have a glass of milk. I love that. Who doesn't love a glass of milk? I. Unpopular opinion. Glass? A straight glass of milk is fantastic. Do you have any milk in the fridge? Mate, I've got milk in the fridge. We'll go for a glass of milk after this episode is over. I. Oh, well and truly, I love a glass of just straight so milk. So do I. That's it's a country boy thing, isn't it? Country boy. It's the way that your parents have brought you up alright if you have a glass of milk. That's exactly it. Okay, JWS, Phil Davis. Doll. Up there in top five blokes now. Yep. Oh. And I actually was arguing between him and someone else, Callum Ward. Yeah. Well, pretty hard to argue between two really good blokes. Yeah. And the next bloke from Hawthorne, again, struggled a bit. <laughs> you just don't yeah. like him. <laughs> I've seen a few interviews and him in a few videos, and he, as much as I don't like him, I, he does seem like a decent bloke off the field. Tom Mitchell? No, yeah, I would have gone down Sicily. Just seems like a great bloke. Yes, he's feisty on the field, but he, he's feisty because he wants to support his boys. He's out there supporting his I team. couldn't disagree more on that. No, okay. He seems like a great bloke. Melbourne? Yep. Max Gorn? Yeah. <laughs> he's just. The, Video of him sitting down, it's just, it just makes you love him. And yeah, that's active, but the way he talks oh. and it just no. seems down to earth. The way him and um, Brayshaw do the little games and segments and yeah. that and their media, yeah. fantastic. North Melbourne, Todd Goldstein. And who wants out? Yeah, seems, seems like a big dopey giant. Seems like a great bloke. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of brain behind him, hence why he wants out. Poor Adelaide. A man that I reckon would love a glass of milk. That's something we might have to start looking into doing, have a glass of milk each week. Love right? it. If any milk sponsors out there? Yeah, you get any farmers straight from the vat? It seems like a milk drinker, and it's because he's a hometown boy to us. All he wines. Yeah. He's definitely not skipped out on the milk. Yeah. These <laughs> quads yeah. are huge. But he's obviously from a Truca that is very close to, well, both of yourself from Echuca. Yeah. Yeah. And if you talk to anyone around there that knows him, you will not hear a no. person say a bad word about him. No. Everyone rates him as a bloke. And you'd think from a town, there's got to be, you would think, oh, there's people that aren't going to like him and people that have played against him, oh, just don't like him. Nah. Everyone, no one says a bad thing about Ollie. No, that's fair. Uh, Richmond, Jane Short. Yeah. Yeah, can't argue that. He, he does look like someone who's just a good bloke when you hear him talk, does sound that way. St Kilda? Jack Steele. That's fine, he does sound like, he does sound like a great bloke. When he talks about his club, he sounds like a great bloke. It's just a shame he's just not that good. Sydney? Paddy McCartan? Yeah. Oh. He would be... To have a sit down and have a chat with him would be fantastic. Yeah. West Coast, or I had to go with someone, I had to really look through this because they've got no one of importance at the moment. Brad Shepherd. Yeah, 
Yep. Can't argue that. Seen him on a few potties and yeah. just seems like a good bloke. And Western Bulldogs, Josh Dunkley. Yeah. Seems like a great bloke. Clean cut. Yeah, clean nice cut. Bloke. Nice bloke. Yeah. They're no kind, of, kind of bloke that you would like to take your sister out. Yeah. Yeah. Just a good bloke. Yeah. And while we're on conversation potty, is this a potty or is it more of just a TV show? Just a footy, show out footy. So if Fox Footy's out there and they just want to get on a new up and coming show. Oh, well, that's really. Focus like, me now. Open it all off, it's like. But yeah. Going great guns. No yeah. argument on that. Okay, just talk what you got to tell me for the week. We've already touched on Charlie. Yeah. He's me number one point. I want you to have, just throw it out there. Throw a number out there. How many is he going to kick this week? Three. You're telling me that Darcy Moore, who doesn't defend, He's gonna come out and he's gonna listen to Creeks and he's gonna try to defend. I feel like it's Collingwood Carton rivalry. It's gonna be hard fought, and I don't reckon he's gonna go huge again. I reckon the three. That's a nice. That's three is a See, good number of goals. But that's the thing. If you watch him play, if you watch the game, he kicked six, but it wasn't a huge game. Yeah. I, I reckon he's got a bit of a loose about him. Bit of the evolution. He's going to see 80,000 people there and go, I've got to kick one for every 10. Yeah. I reckon he's got 80 in this week. But is, I feel like Craig McRae's a pretty good coach. Is, I, is, I'll question that, but yep, continue. I'll, I'll mention I it watched the first half of that game and it was pretty obvious game plan. Kick it into Charlie. Mm. You just put people in Charlie's holes and it couldn't be too hard to defend for mine. We'll see. Wait and see. Mm. But yeah, I, I reckon it. I'd like to see him game. Like a big oh, game. Don't get me wrong, I would like to see him go huge this week. Oh, I'm of. being serious, I think he'll kick eight. Think he'll kick eight? Yeah, I watched Colin play yesterday, I watched Colin play. He'll kick eight. Kick eight? Yeah. The odds won't be out for that yet, will it? No, they, they only have a sharp to five anyway. Yeah, but still five will be oh. paying decent. Oh, is it? It'll only be paying three or four Oh, it's only three pre markets out at the moment. No, I'd, um, Get on him five or more. Worth every shot. He's done a four out of his ten. Yeah, done a four out of his ten games this year. Get around that. Next point up, Freo. As we've already established, I've written him off. Yeah. They got the D's this week. It's not a loss. They're going to tumble pretty hard. I don't see them finishing in the top six. I went through and did my ladder predicted just to be fair on it, and I had them finishing seventh. Can you let us know your ladder predictor? Do you have that on you? I'll have a look. See if it's quickly on my phone. That's what I was just playing around with last night when I was getting ready for this because I knew I had a big day ahead of me with this. I'd like to know who, what's your final ladder rankings compared to what we're looking at at the moment. So just honestly, just go from 18th to 1st. Alright, I'll see if it's, oh it's going to actually load up so I'll just scroll through to me. What does it be me ladder? After round 23 if you want. Yep, go. Eagles, North. They don't win another game, will they? Yep. Essendon, Giants, Crows, Pies, Dogs. You got Dogs at 12? Yes. They finished on 9 wins. So you're saying they only win 4 more games in the season? You're making out like that's some big deal. They've won 5 out of their first 10. They've got West Coast, so they're winning 3 out of their next 11 games. Yep. Okay. Suns. 
Oh, we didn't say that, dude. They do have Geelong twice, so that's fair enough. Two losses there. There you go. That's, that's what I marked down as. Yep. So, Suns, St Kilda. St Kilda at 10. Yep. Yep, okay. 11 and 11. Port? Yep. Go into the 8. The Hawks. Fremantle? Yep. Swans? Yep. Richmond? Richmond at 5. By percentage. Otherwise, they would have been fourth. They're going to finish 15 and 7. Okay. What are they now? What are they now? Yep. They're 6 and 4. So. You're saying they're going 9 and 3? Yep. Strength of schedule. They're losing this week, so. No, they're not. So, fourth, I've got Cats. Third, Lions. Second, Blues. Might seem controversial having the Blues above. Yeah, no, but, but I understand. The um, Lions play Melbourne twice. Yeah, fair. Top team, Melbourne. How, what's their. 21 1. Who did they lose to? Carpenter around 22. It's a long game, they'll drop. And can, have you done your final thing? Of course I have. It's what I was actually going to get to yep. in my other big calls and that that I wanted to mention. Yep, tell us your finals. Alright, week one? Yep. Oh, it hasn't loaded. I'll put it back in, because I already had it. I knew where it was anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, week one I've got Melbourne beating Geelong. I've got Richmond beating Hawthorne. I've got the Swans beating Freo and Carlton beating Brisbane. I've got Richmond beating Geelong. I've got the Lions beating the Swans. I've got Carlton beating Richmond and the Demons beating Brisbane. And then I've got the Demons beating Carlton at this stage in the final. Yep. And so to say that it's not just made up, that is what I've got written down here is my other, so I've got some big calls for you. Yep. Freya, we're not going to win a final. Yep, we've already made a bet yep. to that. Dees, Tigers, Carlton and Brisbane are the final four teams left and they are the only four teams that can win the flag. They are the only four teams that can win the flag. That is currently tier one, two, three, and one of tier four. Yeah, so trust Tigers to that much. You've seen enough out of them. Seen enough. Yep. So I'm been there, they've done it enough. Can't run them off yet. Yep, okay. That's me. That's that. So then I've also got other talking points. How good. Bit of showmanship. Before it's a goal. Let's talk about a good goal, let's talk about the talk. Before we get to the talk though, I know you don't like him. But Jack Ginnivan, it's entertaining. It's what we're here for. It just... It's a great talking point. It gives an exclamation mark to their win. Yeah, but there's a degree of gentlemanship in a game of football. It's Freo in Freo, the crowd's hostile. There's no gentlemanship there. You're so you're telling me Geelong versus Hawthorne and you see big Jeremy Cameron strolling in to kick a winning goal with a minute and a half left. You don't want him to celebrate like that. You'd rather see him just kick the goal and jog back and celebrate like nothing happened. I can tell you what would happen if it was... First of all, that was ten and a half minutes to go in the game of football. 
I mean, keep that. Sealed it. Second of all, I would expect more than Jeremy Cameron to waltz in and do that. I would hope he wouldn't do that. I would hope someone would. See, I just, I'd rather see him kick it and then just go celebrate with his team. If it's, especially that it's five goals in it, if it's to kick a big goal and not much time left, yeah, go in, kick your goal, celebrate. But the fact is, he's running and celebrating. I'm not there for it. Turn back, Majacek gave him the all clear to go for it. I like it. You think back, think back to the classic moments of, like over the last 20 years, you've got Purdy kicking the goal, hugging the bloke in the crowd. Yeah. You've got classic Richo flipping off the guy in the crowd. You've got, um, what's his face, running up to the crowd, oh, what's his name, from Sydney. I'm waiting for you to say it, because that's exactly what I was getting at. Yeah. Mickey O'Loughlin, yeah. screaming, West Coast fans, screaming back. Yeah. It's built around getting the fans involved. Yeah. All those moments. Yeah. Huge moments. And I'm there for the celebration end, but they're running in and celebrating. I love it. I'd rather just see him. Alright, so then in that case, do you keep the same energy? I'll take you off course, just briefly. Do you then keep the same energy and say it's disrespectful and you hate it if Steph Curry shoots and turn away three pointer? So shoots slot and turns before it goes in. It's a different sport. Nah, it's getting the crowd Diff- involved. Different sports have different ethics. Basketball's built around that kind of stuff. It's built about the celebrations and same as American football. But showmanship. It's it's part of the parcel of delivering us entertainment. We'll leave it there. But we'll and again, I would like to see if he is going to do it to not only fumble the ball, puts his arm up for a second, then goes straight back down to it. If you're going to do it, do it properly. I thought him after he kicked the goal standing there, both arms up. So I'd like one to of the most memorable moments of the round. I'd like to see him running through to the ground with two hands up, or just do a bow or something. That's I'll, I would have loved a bow. Except I'm a huge, I'm huge for the bow. All right. Or I would like to say, well, see a Randy Moss type thing at Lambeau Field, turn around, the fake moon to the crowd. That would have been something that I would have jumped on board in for something like that. So speaking of other celebrations, then. Surely you got to get around the Stefan Diggs helmet toss. Oh, the iconic. The look in his face when he does it. It just, it's great. Man of steel. Man of steel. All right. We'll leave it there with that because we can debate that all day. Another point from that game. You're saying Craig McCraig, great young coach. Not wanting to go after a young coach, but at the same point, why is Oliver Henry the sub? Greatest game from a sub, but why is he the sub? Probably something to do with these shocking goalkeeping, but when you've got a player of that much talent with that many, you, you don't take him out, that just takes away from confidence. But it is, at the end of the day, it's more than just the coach picking a team. It's yeah, but it, at the end time. of the day, isn't he the same as like a Riley Philthorpe where you just pick him and say, Look, we're picking you. Is Philthorpe even playing at the Play on the weekend, second game of the year. But don't you just pick him at this point and say, You're playing the next five? Bloke who used to coach Rochi a few years ago had a simple rule where if you were coming in for your first game in the ones, you were getting picked for three straight weeks. Fair. That way you knew you didn't have to do everything to get a game each week. You weren't stressing over it. You could play your role for the team. And he looks like someone they've just got to pick. And how did you go when you got your chance for Rochi? Definitely didn't get a chance, mate. Not that kind of football. 
struggled for a game the Rezzy, so I've had it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Now, what was my other point? My other point I'm wondering, because I hope they're getting the sleeves. Love the sleeves. Mate, we love the sleeves. That, that was a beautiful jumper. Done oh, well. That's actually something I was going to say. Just, I was just going to run through the jumpers with you and just let's choose some of our favourites out of them. Go for it. Just give us, let's go with thoughts on each. Well, I've only got one other thing I want to come back to and that's it. I'm happy. Adelaide's jumper. Look, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah. Move the on. yellow one's better than the blue. Brisbane. It's alright. It shows homage to the old um, teams that came before them, but it's not a great Brisbane Lions jumper. Yep. I love Carlton's. Oh, mate, it's beautiful. You get one? Oh, I reckon I will be. I'll get one with the Premier's 2022 so I it. Collingwood? Nah, they could have done yeah. Very they really could have done more. But again, Collingwood are very, this is our jumper, we're not doing anything different. Yeah. Would have loved to see Prison Bars or something from Port Adelaide. Oh, I'd love to see Collingwood embrace something. Essendon? Essendon and Richmond, I can say this, I didn't enjoy either. I didn't enjoy how they played and looked against each other either. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, it's nice, but it doesn't stand out. Yeah. Freo? Again, it was nice, but it didn't jump out to me. I didn't yeah. love it. I really enjoyed the Geelong, but I do like blue and white colours. Yeah, it's just, it looks really nice. Mm. It does. Yeah, and it contrasts well to what most teams did. Yeah. So it stands out when you, with who you play. Yeah. Again, pretty boring. They need to update the logo. Shock they do. Logo. They do need a new logo. It's been 10 years. It's time. I do like the crock on it though. <clears throat> but yeah, it's still pretty boring. I'm a fan. I really liked GWS. I've always liked GWS jersey spring albums, what they do. Their Never Surrender one last year was huge. Yeah. I just, I'm just a fan of the fact that they're not a coloured palette that anyone else uses. We see a lot of one-tone jerseys. Yeah. These guys are consistently multi-tone, beautiful. Yeah. Don't like it. I wasn't a fan of the two panels down the bottom, but that's yeah. just me. I don't like Bawthorns. It's And they've had some really good ones previously. Yeah. Narrow. Oh, I, I love it. I love the long sleeve version so much. I love the sleeves, yeah. how they change with the jersey as it goes down. It's a beautiful jumper. You would nearly be, this is a jumper you could look and say, oh, I wouldn't think about buying this. No, oh, it's a lovely jumper. It is the best jumper. North, I like it. I like it, it was good for North. I really like the jumper. Yeah. I really, really like it. It's. It's one kind of like Melbourne for mine. Melbourne Carlton just looks, even Geelong, I reckon they're the four best with the so I far. think it still keeps their heritage of what their jerseys are yeah. about, but it also shows the heritage of yeah. who's come before on this thing. It looks good. Yeah. Probably, they've had some good ones, but I'm not a fan of this one personally. No, nah, too dark for my liking. Yeah. But we're walking around saying we love Geelong's yeah, but GWS has had a big bit of white through it and a big bit of orange through it. No, I'm talking about their whole black one last Oh, year. that's different. That's just pure charcoal. That was beautiful. Yeah. Richmond, again. I've already spoken. Yeah. Very similar to what Essendon did. Love it. Didn't love it. Have you seen the little Nicky Winmar? Oh, I love that. I love the little addition, but I hadn't. See, I love this cheesy little splatters all over it. This is right up there with my favourites. I really like this. This is goes in the top five that I've seen That's fair. going through it so far. That's fair. I would have liked more red through it. Sydney. It's it, was, it was nice to see them having blue through their jumper, but 
but it wasn't giving me Sydney vibes. Yeah, nah, it's okay, it's not my favourite. If that was the dog jumper, I would have throw it. Yeah. West Coast, it's alright, yeah. but it isn't top five. No. Doggies, they've done better. Yeah, they've done better. It's a pretty boring one. Yeah, but it's still a classic dogs jersey. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's our top five. So, mm. Carlton, Melbourne, Geelong, St Kilda, and who was the other one we said? North. North, North was really nice. Yeah, so that's our top five. Alright. So, something else I want to mention. My call this week, Richmond will go up to Sydney and win. Sydney are the favourites. Going by the odds, but I don't understand how. I can just see Richmond going up there, getting the chalkies, continuing to roll with their season. Underrated, unknown, Richmond won four in a row. As we've seen with the free recall earlier, put your mouth where your mouth is, hot sauces. No more just making calls on standard one. Can be any call at any point, just call each other out. And I'm willing to put a call out there and just say simply, because I believe in this, that Richmond will go up to Sydney and win. Simple as that. Yeah. Richmond won four in a row. Yeah. Yeah, have to try it. If you look at the ladder, if we can get it up. So, are we going to do this end of the season or are we going to do it next week? Whenever I'm wrong. Yeah, okay. So, I don't have a... No. I don't right. have a big call for this week. That's fine. Yeah. If, if we ever hear anything from each other that we want to pull up, like I did with the Freer, yeah. um, say, are you willing to put your mouth... And they can easily back out and say, oh, look, yeah, maybe you are right there. Maybe I need to rephrase that or yeah. something like that. Imagine having to walk back on your own yeah. statement. Yeah. I'd rather take a challenge. Put your mouth where your mouth is, and okay. that's, what we've, that's what we've done. Well, I'm looking at it. Three teams in the league have a four-game win streak. Melbourne, Carlton, Richmond. How long am I beating off for? Ten. Jesus. Yeah. But then if you look at it, the Swans that they're playing lost three out of their last five. Three lost two in a row. Mate, these are easy calls to be naked. I'm on the right side of history yet again. Yeah, okay. Uh, what are you excited for this week? What am I excited for this week? Hey, I'm excited for Carlton Collingwood. It's the biggest Carlton Collingwood game in a long time for us. Because we're finally the good team in it. Yeah, I could agree with that. I'm looking forward to that. And... A couple of good games though this weekend. I'm excited to watch Melbourne and Freo. Yeah. It's not what I'm looking forward to. I'm excited to watch it. I'd love to see Freo prove me wrong. Yeah. I'm excited to watch Sydney Richmond because I'm going to be proven right. Who have you got this week? Adelaide. At home. Any calls on how many bat? Is Hawkins going to bag yet? Is it Cameron's week? Are they both going to fly? What's the go? Yeah, what you got telling you there? I'm not, I'm not putting your mouth out your mouth this. Just I, what do you got for me? What are you thinking? I'm feeling between the three dog boys at the moment. Maybe a bag of nine or ten between the three of them. Nice. But yeah, that's and but I would not be putting my mouth where my mouth is where Geelong how they're playing at the moment, I do not trust. No, them. that's completely fair. And they could easily not even kick ten dollars as a ten. Oh, I'm excited to watch Carlton. I like to think that Charlie's gonna come out and kick a massive bag. But that's just because it'd be a great spectacle to see with eighty thousand there. And I really hope there is eighty thousand there. Should be a big game. You heading down? Thinking about it. Really thinking about it, I want to. You've thought about a lot of games this year that you might go to? Yeah. Only, only going to go to the big wins, like you know, when we beat Geelong, so. This man's a very funny man, guys. <laughs> so, obviously, wrapping the bennies this week for Neil Danaher MD freeze. Number eight. 
Get around it, guys. Huge. Huge. That's great cause. Yep, that's, yeah, if you don't like buying clothes, and but this is something that's well worth it. 25 bucks, that's well worth your money. It's to a good cause. To Coles, Bunnings, yeah. uh, Apple Bakery, get around your locals. Yeah. Um, and on that, let's immortalise Neil Gunninger with a statue. Get big. And let's sign off for there. See you next week. Alright, next week might be a different look. We'll see what happens. Still be a great show though. Yep. Catch you around guys. Might look a little different. So, what up? Get in the comments. Get in the comments guys.